You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back here on Inside Black and Gold. And as we told you earlier, we have a special guest. My name is Jeff Nowak alongside Steve Geller. We're joined by Kevin Schatz, host of the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast covering the L.A. Rams. How you doing, man? Great mustache. <laughs> is that why I'm a special guest? Is it because of the mustache as opposed to just a guest? Is that what's yes. going on? Yes. And like, if you're listening to this podcast, I need you to understand, I'm not just joking around. This is a fantastic mustache. How, 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 much, how much time every week do you spend grooming uh, the mustache? You know, what's funny is um, if I'm actually waxing it, because it, it's a handlebar mustache, it has the curls on it, then it takes, it only takes like four or five minutes to actually comb. I literally comb wax in it and I put some wax on the side. Otherwise, it takes, you know, I just wake up and I and I kind of brush it. But I've realized through podcasting, which we use for this podcast, another one I do, we use a lot of video. I spend a lot of time just like <laughs> using my fingers and running it through it. I, I look like I'm obsessed with it, but I got to keep it out of my mouth and keep it trained. It's like anything else. So, um, yeah. If you told me it was like a like a costume mustache, I'd believe you. It's it's that intense. Um, but we, Thanks. you know, and, and to be honest, this is more entertaining to talk about than, than the Saints <laughs> yeah. and the Rams. But we will get into it. So answer this question for me. Just how miserable is it being a Rams fan right now? It is It is so difficult. I was going to make the exact same joke you just did. I was like, can we just talk about the, can we stick with the mustache? Because that's way easier to talk about right now than the Rams. It's been a, it's been a dreary year. And my, my co-host and I, Larry, we, we joke about um, how, is, is it our fault? Like the podcast didn't exist until, <laughs> until, and then we do when the team starts sucking, you know, so it's been hard, uh, you know, in terms of, of the podcast itself, it's harder to find content. It's harder to, and, and in LA, we're trying to build this fan base still. So right. we were, we're coming off a Super Bowl championship season, you know, again, talking a little selfishly, we launched this podcast and we're very excited because we're like, all right, the fan base is going to grow and they're going to grow with us. And then, and then we're just laying an egg all season. The Rams are. And it's <laughs> like, it is the very- title of the podcast. It seems yeah. to indicate that you anticipated the good times continuing. <laughs> totally. The bandwagon empties well, out pretty quickly when you start three and six, right? 
may have been a little bit optimistic with the with the name. That's what, I mean, look, we were like, all right, all the there's all these young fans wearing Cooper Cup jerseys and Matthew Stafford jerseys. We're like, yes, people are gonna jump on our bandwagon. And if anything, people are probably leave. We're we're doing our best to be like, hey. LA people who have had, uh, you know, who, who have not had an LA fan base to root for. And so you, you've been rooting for the Packers or the saints, for example, why don't you come and root for your local team? But, but people are not, it's a hard sell right now. It's a hard sell in LA. So I was uh, remarking that I've been amazed this week, at least around, you know, the saints media room or what I've seen or heard it all. There has been no Rams hate week building up and obviously the Nola no call is still a huge thing here and there's just been no talk about that NFC championship game that yeah that's that's very interesting too I have not heard that either because yeah you're right the Rams were public enemy number one I don't have to tell you this in New Orleans for that for that for that no call and maybe it maybe it's because we have a different quarterback it's sort of a different team it's been long enough and I I don't know I, I guess in some ways, I'd, I'd be asking you that. Like, why do you think that is? You know, I'm sitting here in LA like, hey, this team is hard to hard to hate, but I am i don't sit in New Orleans saying that. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure what that's about, but I haven't heard any talk about it either, to be quite to be quite honest. Yeah, I think it's because also, too, you know, no Drew Brees, no Sean Payton. Both yeah. teams are in the down in the dumps right now. And, yeah, it really does feel like another lifetime ago. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because I'm also I'm a huge Dodger fan and the the biggest scandal for the Dodgers is the Astros cheating scandal. And when the Astros win the World Series this year as a Dodger fan, all Dodger fans are still so pissed about that. And and um, and that's something we haven't let go of. I guess the stakes were a little bit high. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But there's still a lot of the same players and it still it still feels fresh even five years ago. Um, But uh, for some reason, this one has seemed to seem to be moved on. Me seem to be brushed away. So I, I don't get to talk to a lot of Rams folks. So I do have a question. So when the no call happened, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what was the reception in like the Rams market? Like, was it like, oh, we got away with one? Or was it like, great call, ref. Good job. Keep doing what you're doing. No, I no, I don't think anybody. <laughs> I think the less we could talk about it, the better was the feel that I had, you know, like, look, we benefited from a call. There's no, there's no denying that. And that's an understatement, right? Like I know that's the understatement of the century, especially <laughs> talking to a New Orleans audience. We benefited big time from that call. And so I think, I think we, as we as a market had to fall into the camp of, well, there were a lot of plays throughout the game and things that could, the same thing that Sean Payton would have had to say, right? I, I, I I'm sure he said more than that, but yeah, I, so that might be a bad example. This is what what a coach is he, supposed Ro- to Sean say. Sean Payton actually wore the Roger Goodell clown nose shirt. Yeah, yeah. So he actually, yeah. So he actually is 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 anti it. But the whole idea <laughs> of like, I guess it a, a more minor call that happens, and people are kind of like, well, you know, there were a lot of opportunities before the game that we could have done. We had to sort of do that ourselves. Like, well, we and and I. I'm going to pat myself on the back here. I tend to be a pretty even keel. Like I, I can sort of see unbiased sides of things. There's probably a lot more emotional people out there who are like, no, screw that. We didn't cheat. That call was fun. I, I didn't fall into that camp quite personally. I don't know that many of us did, but yeah, yeah, that was, that was not fun for new Orleans. I apologize on behalf of, I don't, I don't even know on behalf of who just ever, just the universe. Yeah, it was, nothing, it was nothing the Rams did. It was actually the referees. Yeah, th- yeah, I think that's why it was weird for Rams fans because we were like, 
we're going to the Super Bowl. That's great. Like, I don't, I don't know what we could have. We didn't, we didn't cheat. It was something like the Astros. We didn't, we didn't have trash cans banging to make him not catch that ball or not call that call, you know? So, yeah. Well, for the Saints, too, it was like extra, extra bad because the year before that, it was the, you know, Stefan Diggs on the that Minnesota game. Uh, that's right. I refuse yes. to call it the Minneapolis miracle, but that's what they have decided it was. Yeah, there um, was no miracle there. That was just a missed tackle. And then, and then the year after that was Kyle Rudolph getting away with offensive pass interference in the end zone uh, for another over. Anyway, it's it's been rough. So let's move <laughs> on. Brutal. Yeah, and so, then, and then and not to I'm not trying to rub it in, but then you get a season like this season, right? It's like, yes. oh god, now we might not even get the chance to be robbed in the postseason, right? In the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of getting robbed of the playoffs, why do the Rams suck? <laughs> I, I, if I had the answer to that question, I would I'd, I'd probably be working for the Rams. I'd have the solution, right? I it is the strangest thing ever. Look, we came into the season with such high expectations. And it's crazy to be able to look back at, at game one against the Bills now. And there was such a buildup to that game for the, the Rams and Bills kicking off the season, two high power teams. And we basically didn't show up to that game. And, and we could sort of chalk it up to, oh, Super Bowl hangover. We didn't do a lot in, in, uh, in preseason to kind of gear up for this. We weren't ready. Um, but then just every game following has been more or less the same, more of the same. Um, we I, look I'll, and I'll be completely honest with you. I'm our podcast is much more based on kind of the fan experience. So I am not an X's and O's guy. So I'm not, I'm not going to even be here and try to pretend that I can get into complete detail about what is wrong with the team. But as a, as a fan, as a person who loves rooting for the Rams, we just are not putting things together. We're not, we're not, uh, we have the lowest, like, lowest efficiency in both passing and and running i saw a chart on that i think maybe you you shared that jeff uh, i can't remember but it has just been game after game of not looking terrible but just not looking great and teams beating us so it, it's been it's been really sad it's been really sad i know the the offensive line has been a big yeah area of concern and just i guess it's between injuries and just a lack of talent there that there's been such a shuffle up front. Yeah. Nine, nine games in, we've had nine different starting offensive lines. So it's been, it's been mostly injuries. Those are my dogs fighting in the background, by the way, they're, they're just as angry as I am about the Rams. (laughs) (laughs) We haven't been healthy. We've lost several of our offensive linemen for the season. So we're using young guys and, um, and yeah, look, I don't have to spell it out. Like, like that makes it really hard for quarterback to, feel comfortable and then getting rushed constantly. So Matthew Stafford isn't having a ton of time to throw the football and make decisions, uh, at least not what he was expecting to have with a with a healthy offensive line. No, we can identify very much right now. The center we have is on injured reserve. Uh, our other guard is currently dealing with a pectoral issue and our starting left tackle just had a concussion last game, so we're down three of yep. the five starters right now. And the first round pick they spent on the left tackle was just spent the last eight weeks on injured reserve. So, uh, you know, it's uh, it's it's been it's you know it's it's not a, not a great time right now. Not a great time. Yeah, it's funny. I listened to uh, an episode of your podcast. I think right after your loss to who would you put the Steelers? Yes. And as I was listening, I was like, this sounds exactly <laughs> like our podcast. It was. It, it's this sort of attitude of like hands in the air. I don't even know what to do anymore. Like this is not. This has right. stopped being funny. Right. That it's almost funny. You know, it's just. <laughs> I. It's 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 not fun. 
So it's usually just me after the games because Steve is the sideline reporter. So he's tied up after the game. So I usually do the post game podcast by myself. And when it's, when they win, I call it like a recovery pod because it's like, okay, go get drunk and we'll talk about it. But like when they lose, it's a therapy pod. And I've had to do a lot of like actual therapy, I think, during these totally. podcasts because it's just like, I mean, it's just so brutal. Like, yeah. yeah, even and maybe I'm more attuned to it just because like when the coaches say stupid shit and then I tweeted, I end up hearing all the responses because they seem to think that if they t- they tweeted me, somehow the coach is going to hear that. But yeah, it's like just the 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 energy around this team. And I'm sure it's the same with the Rams to some extent. It's just so like, it's so negative. It's like, there's no, I think there's a certain point where teams forget how to be bad or like a fan base forgets what it's like to be a bottom feeder. And and it's natural. Like every team has to go in that cycle. Like the Patriots are on their way down right now. Like they don't want to admit it, but they're, they're there, you know, like the Steelers are right there too. Like it happens. But it's always funny to watch in real time the fan base just kind of realize what it is. <laughs> and that's what the Saints are right now. Yeah, and I think for the Rams, it's happening way sooner than we wanted it to happen yeah. and we expected it to happen. I mean, look, we we have uh we have returning players. We had healthy returning players, star players, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Matthew Stafford, Jalen Ramsey, you know, and that's what makes it all the more frustrating is that I I know I admit it's not being much of an X's and O's guys, but like even not being that none, none of this equates, we should still be good. So, so we're kind of having to have that reality of, Oh yeah, we're not, we're not making the playoffs this year. And the other, you know, the funny other similarity between us and the saints is that we're in not great divisions right now yep. where theoretically we're not eliminated and, and things could get weird and sure. we could, win a few games and the Seahawks could lose a few and the Niners could lose a few and we could find ourselves somehow in the postseason, uh, somehow in the playoffs that is. So who knows? It's, it's, I'd almost just rather be completely eliminated at this point. So at least there's the freedom of being like, all right, Hey, we just get to throw the ball deep and see what happens. You know, the other similarity is, and I know, and I know this to be true just because it was the only thing anyone talked about last year is the Rams, just like the saints have leveraged a lot of future assets. It's not like they just are bad. You know, like the Saints don't have a first round pick to enjoy for being bad. You know, and I know the Rams sent a lot of picks out, um, yep. you know, to bring in guys like Von Miller and stuff like that. And or did they yep. sign Von Miller? I can't remember. Did they trade for Von Miller? Uh, I actually I don't I don't even know. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> this I mean, is, I know yeah. they trade. They made a bunch of trades, right? They were going yep. all in. And I've always said, like, you know, when you have a chance to win a Super Bowl, going yep. all in is the right move, right? You would be doing a disservice to your fans if you felt like, well, we could have won. But, you know, we weren't willing to make that move. Right. And so then and they won. So you can get away with it. The Saints had, didn't win. Yeah. And I think that's what makes it frustrating is they don't have that Super Bowl. The mem- They can't go when they're having a, when they're ha- watch the worst football game you can remember. And then you yeah. go on YouTube and type in like, oh, Saints Super Bowl highlights. Like the ones from 2009 just don't get it done at this point. <laughs> um, You've been holding <laughs> on to those for, for 12, 13 years now. Yeah. And they're just they're running out of steam, huh? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No one's around anymore. Exactly. exactly. There is not a single player from that Super Bowl roster currently on the Saints. Yeah, it's literally it's literally a whole different team. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I, that is frustrating. And I and I, I know this sounds silly. I don't mean this patronizingly. Like, my heart goes out to you. I feel bad. Like, because at least for the Rams, we got the Super Bowl last year. You know, that right. feel that feels really good. And now now we're faced with that reality of 
oh shoot, this is about as good as it gets because we don't have any any picks coming on the way to to make this any more exciting. So I think that's why it hurts even more because we have these players that are healthy and happy and, and, and uh, we just have to watch them not win games is all. So yeah, I feel for you. I feel for you. I do. Just in the more practical sense, you know, one of the things that obviously is going to be different for this game than anyone expected is Cooper cup's not going to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, obviously Allen Robinson is a name that people will know. Who Mm -hmm. are some of the other players who might step in and kind of fill that void for the Rams that, you know, Saints players might not, or Saints fans might not even know about right now. Yeah, the one that uh, on our podcast we were talking about the other day is whether the tight end game is going to show up because we we have two pretty strong and exciting tight ends. Tyler Higby is a name that some people have heard, and and Ben Skoranek is one that we keep. Uh, we, he he has moments of of really like flashiness, and that could be a big connection because. As of today, at least, it looks like Stafford's going to be cleared to play. So hopefully we'll have our, our starting quarterback in. Those are the two to to kind of look look out for, I think. You know, we haven't had a lot of success with the with the receivers that we are expecting to have other than Co- Cooper Cup's been, I, I, I the whole audience knows this, I would assume. Like, he's been unstoppable. He's been so consistent. And so I, I you know, I just hope that... Uh, hope that somebody shows up in, in, in their place. But yeah, I'm hoping to see that tight end game, have some fun and see those guys get some yardage for us. Has there been any kind of explanation on why Allen Robinson has struggled so much this season? Going into this year, the addition to the roster I thought was going to be huge for this team, especially under head coach Sean McVay, being able to utilize him a lot more than he was in Chicago. But mm-hmm. the numbers haven't just been there. Has it been trouble adapting to a new system or just not being able to gel or a, a whole bunch of combination of things. Yeah. My best guess is, is just all of the above, right? Like <laughs> I, I don't, I, I don't know for sure, but I do know that, yeah, he, that name had a lot of expectation on it coming into the season. And we were expecting like, Oh my gosh, all right, we got Cooper cup. And now we got Allen Robinson and this, this tandem is going to be uh, unbelievable. It's going to be unstoppable. And at least my perception of it is that like Allen Robinson, felt underutilized like it felt like we weren't going to him very much and when that consistently continued to happen as the season went on I don't I have yet to hear an explanation for that but I have I have a theory you know my theory is that just there's something internal that is for some reason they don't feel confident going to him as much and and look maybe having a guy like Cooper Cup makes that happen where you want it you do want to go to him but um, we'll we'll see. I mean, this could be a chance. You know, the other the other big name is Cam Akers. That was one who was expected to yeah. be great for us. And you know, we had a he was out for two games. I think it was because it looked like he was going to be traded, and then he suddenly came back. And I I don't know. Like again, much like I expected the Rams to be good and and expect that they could turn it on at any point. Maybe these guys, maybe Cam Akers, maybe an Allen Robinson uh, show up, and all of a sudden uh, we're, we're a really really scary team again. I don't know. I hope. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I drafted Allen Robinson in fantasy, and I drafted Matt Stafford in fantasy, and so you can imagine that fantasy team is not doing very well. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry on behalf of, uh, of, yeah. of all the Rams. Yeah, it, it all is, the fantasy it is, owners. Yeah, it is their fault. It's not yeah. my fault for making bad decisions. Um, it is. It is. Yes, <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll support you on that, Jeff. You know, so I guess my question is, you know, when things have gone well for the Rams this year, and that's obviously very few and far between instances, but when things have gone well for the Rams this year, what have they done well? 
Yeah, I mean, at least offensively, just move, just moving the ball, being being kind of having a a good pace of play, uh, being you know getting quick snaps in and going down the field. I mean, we I feel like there's been multiple games where our first drive of the game is just is very solid, and we're just we're doing what you're supposed to do. We're getting first downs. We're 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 getting good yardage on second down, so we don't have stressful third and fourth downs, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so yeah, we can have we've had a pretty we've had moments of successful passing games. The, the one thing that has not been successful at all is any running game. You know, we have not had any success on that. So it's scary to think about trying to rely on that more, but yeah, when, when the, when the passing game is there, we're pretty good. And look, we, you know, we have what people have said is maybe one of the best players in the NFL and Aaron Donald. And, and, you know, when he's pressuring a quarterback and getting in his head and, and, and forcing turnovers, it's great. But Aaron Donald's been been just fine, right? You know, he's looked fine, but it hasn't been this imposing defense that we were hoping to have. And so um, kind of another sort of thing that we expected that we've had flashes of it looking good, but nothing consistent. There's been very little consistent to say, this is what the Rams have been great at this year. So just little flashes here and there. Okay, so I've run out of things to talk about, but I do want to say one thing, which is that I've always appreciated the fact the Rams have a player named Ramsey. I thank you for that. Yes, I think yeah. about that every time I type his name out for anything that I'm doing. I'm like, wow, he's got like Rams the Saints in his had name. Like Scott Saintsy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. If a Saintsy showed up, he would be he would be you know on every billboard in New Orleans. Right. I'm sure. Yeah, it's, it's it's his kismet. Like he he was born to play for that team. Anyway, that's all. By that's the way, that. if you if you look, let's keep an eye on Jalen Ramsey this week. Not for anything football related, but he I I just noticed this last week, and it's apparently been an ongoing thing. He's been wearing different colored socks than the rest of the team. So the rest of the team might be wearing yellow pants and blue socks, and it looks real clean. And for some reason, he has on yellow pants, and it sticks out like a sore thumb so there's a special he does he he got fined a stupid amount for it and i'm sort of like dude can you just like i get it there's a quote that he has of like there are more important things the nfl should be focusing on and maybe he's maybe that's the statement that he's trying to make so good for him because he he did just make it but i'm like dude can you just cooperate and and it and it also drives my ocd crazy because i'm like all the blue socks and one yellow so you're welcome if that drives you or any of your listeners crazy as they're watching now that reminds me of, um, I think it was Jabbar Gaffney. When he was playing for the Steelers, He they had these yellow and black striped socks on a throwback jersey, which oh, Saints are going to be wearing throwback jerseys this week, in case you didn't know oh, that. Cool. And so he like twisted them so they looked like a barber pole. Let me let me share my screen. So, yeah. you know, this might not even make the podcast, but I need you to know this since, you're, since you, <laughs> this, the sock thing is bothering you. Exactly, um, I, yes. Like that's what they looked like. Oh my gosh, yeah. Those, those look super cool. But, well, so they, they're supposed to be the straight stripes. Yeah. But he like twisted them. Yeah. So, so they looked like a barber pole. And he got Wait, fined did, for that. He, he got fined for doing that or no? Yeah. Really? Yeah, of course yeah, he that, did. God, that sucks. Because that, look, uh, if, that's if technically you're just the uniform, I know. If you're just straight up wearing different colors, I'm sort of like, yeah. oh, I get with it. But that is a display of creativity right there that I am, <laughs> I am a fan of. Oh, and he's being, well, it's like this, for it. this uniform is the ugliest thing on the planet to begin with. Like I made it look interesting. Anyway, that's it. yeah, those vertical stripes look terrible. They're so awful. I, I, yeah, I, I wanna, never. I, yeah. I don't know who who okayed that, but uh, it was it was a bad decision. Um, <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Steve, you got anything else before we head out? No, but yeah, this looked like on when the schedule came out, obviously a much more intense matchup than we have this week. Unfortunately, both teams have just, you know, kind of been a huge disappointment and making our lives miserable. 
I'm calling it right now. This is going to be the game of the week. It's just going to be explosive. It's going to be, it's going to go to overtime. It's going to be crazy and wild. There's going to be back and forth and people are going to be like, see, you shouldn't have slept on these teams. That's I'm calling that now. And I'm also being uh, totally unrealistic and optimistic here. <laughs> yeah. Zero, like zero first time. One, first one to 20. It feels like wins this game. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, I don't expect a high score by any means. First team to a two digit score wins. This yes. Game. Oh. Yeah. Oh, come on. 10. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure being on with you guys and, and uh, you know, I, I hope for a good game. You know, I obviously want the Rams to win. So I'll say go Rams go, but I do wish the saints luck moving forward. I hope you guys have something to cheer about as the season moves on. All right, we've been talking to Kevin Schatz, host of the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. Check it out. Good stuff all around. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks a lot, guys. Take care. Thank you, Kevin. All right, that's going to wrap it up for us here on this episode of Inside Black and Gold. Make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure to leave a rating, leave a review, subscribe on YouTube if you haven't already. And if you are listening to this, maybe go and watch it. If you're watching this, maybe go and listen to it. Give me a follow on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak and follow Steve at Steve Geller WWL latest content over at WWL.com. Check out Sports Talk 48 p.m. every Monday through Friday on WWL AM 870 FM 105.3 in the Odyssey app. And let's see if the Saints can get things back on track for week 11 against the LA Rams. All right, y'all. Peace.